This is part of a complete outfit. And I need the safari hat. I know you have it. And I want it back. Oh, like, oh, oh. Yes, you, you took it. You took it. You are saying. Oh, jeez. You took it. I, I need the entire thing. This. Oh, look. Look at this outfit. It looks silly with just this shirt. I had the whole thing. I had the, the weird Jeep thing. I had the safari hat. It was great. I was going to go pretend like I was hunting animals. I was not going to really. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that I stole your hat. I stole your safari hat. Look at me. Look at this hair. I would never. I would never wear. You're telling me that I stole your safari hat. I've never once in my life even seen your safari hat. I've never seen you wear a hat before ever. How dare you tell me that I would steal your hat. Your safari hat is not even anywhere near me. I'm the one who stole You're calling me a thief? I would never do that. I would never wear a safari hat. I would probably at least wear a pineapple hat. Are you kidding me? I would wear all sorts of skirts, maybe. Maybe I would point at this belt and wear it to keep my pants up. I'm just saying, you don't steal it, but you have it. I know you have it. It's in your room. Oh, now you're calling me a thief again. How dare you call me a thief again? You don't even know what this is, do you? You don't know what it is. Uh Uh I keep my pants up with it. How do you like that, huh? Now you can go... Hey, look, guys, you gotta really calm down. It's just a hat. Oh, it's just a hat. Okay, well, we got this. I'm gonna tell you about my belt that keeps up my pants. I'm just saying it's not a championship. Yeah, yeah, you walk away. You walk away. Go buy another hat. I would never in my life ever steal your hat. I would never... You walk away. You walk away because I stole your hat. How dare you say I'd steal your hat? I would never steal your hat. My pants never fall down. My pants are always up. Always around my waist. Always around my waist. You can't even think. Bananas.
Everybody, we're hash, we're hashtag wrestle pals, maybe. Um, I'm fixing that. The people want to see more of you, Justin. I've had complaints. I need don't got near enough. Hold on, I don't know. I'll introduce you properly. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody, it's hashtag wrestle pals. We're here probably. Um, dang, we got booty fast, eh? Oh, jeez. Um, this is your weekly dose of dot, 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 uh, stupid. Hey, hey, just, oh, I haven't introduced you yet, so you can't talk. Just saying, Christmas falls on a Wednesday. I don't know what we're going to do. How far are we going to ride this weird train out? Can't answer yet. This is all hypothetical at this point. <clears throat> hey, look over there, everybody. I'm going to wait till he has that can in his hand, because he needs it in order to, he didn't have to stop what you were doing, I'm sorry. Hey, look over there, everybody. It's hashtag WrestlePalJustin. He, as you may know, is a real man of science. A real man of science. Ooh. Voice sounds a little weak this week. You all right? I'm not sure what happened here. Real <laughs> man of science. I'm like, oh, no. This has been a garbage start to the show. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe we don't... Maybe, okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened over here. What like, happened every, over there? I had it all set, and then it shifted for whatever reasons. With the thing. Okay. I'm trying to fix the thing. Uh, <clears throat> but I can't because... Not that one. I, it keeps selecting the wrong fucking thing! There you go. Click that thing. There. Oh, no. Oh, yeah! <laughs> all right. I like this. That's way better. Hit it. Oh, much better. Hi, everybody. I'm hashtag WrestlePoundNate. We're apparently still on the Facebook, by the way. Really? Yeah. See? There we are. I don't understand this. It said it, bo- it booted us, but... It booted us, and then I was like, hey, okay. One viewer. It's probably me. Maybe maybe it's just us that can see it. How did it go? Hello, me. How are you? <laughs> I've been better. Hashtag need appreciation day. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, <laughs> so everybody did you do your homework you ever get a question asked at school and you're like oh man I had no idea what I was supposed to do so that's a definite no um, I did my homework for once For once, remember I remember you used to have we'll a different show what's that we'll get there I remember you used to have a different show where you had to assign homework to people hashtag live loves justin and they, yes. oh god already with this or youtube or Twitch, prefer- preferably. I'm s- sorry, I'm trying to redirect. Everybody watches on Facebook, so we have to redirect. <laughs> ah, are they getting that? Let's make sure it's on there. Twitch dot, is that TV? Twitch.tv slash oh hi Justin. Slash oh hi Justin 
14 mm-hmm. because that's how old he is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look good, but he's 14 years old. He drove here illegally. I would never do such a thing. I would never drive illegally. You wouldn't? No. Why not? No, man. Why not? Because I don't like to break the law. Mm. <clears throat> what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Hashtag unfollow live. Why are we unfollowing live? Hashtag commitment. We're not. Is that a new live pig? Oh, Let me see. Oh, my God. What the hell is this? What do you mean, what the hell is, is this? Is she okay? Why is she holding her chest? Is she having some sort of a uh, cardiac issue? Uh, no, some, she's giving me a cardiac some, issue. Some sort of uh, brain bleed. My heart does feel like it's... It looks like she's having some left-sided chest. weakness and some trouble talking. Much like I will, probably uh, in about... Uh, I guess about... I'm going to guess... The over-under is about 75 minutes into the show where a water starts sounding like a good idea. Mm-hmm. 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 Not yet, though. In fact, bring on the iced coffee. I'm excited. Iced coffee and sugar candy. It's delicious mm. and good for you. You got an Invisible Cup this week? Mm-hmm. That's what the science is going to go in. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we've got so much to talk about, <clears throat> sort of. We do. We do. It, it, I, I, like, we went over some of the, the, the subject uh, stuff before the show and in the, the rando notes we got. Um where did you want to start first? Well, let's put this out here first. Because we really can't start anywhere. Uh, uh, let's start with this. Mm. Uh, your new WrestlePals champion for her submission of American uh, Captain American Males is the hell Jenny Zell. What was the game? It was uh, hashtag WrestleHeroes last week. I can't roll my eyes any harder without live in, Hashtag live in Justin for life. Well done, Joe. That's that's tremendous. Can we like get that to her so she knows? Someone, like, someone should, should tell. Someone should tell her. STL. Someone tell Liv. Someone tell her. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought her started with an L. Tell I Liv because I love her. <clears throat> you sure we don't need to take you out to a Wawa parking lot with a bullhorn again? That's actually uh, two months away. The anniversary of her following me. For Christ's sake. Justin, that's not a thing. Yes, it is. Well, okay, it's a thing, and I know you've made it a thing. But, um, damn, man. Like, you're counting down the days? What do you no, do? I just know it's in early July. Is it, it Mary Livmus? What do you call this? Yes, Livmus. Livmus? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a terrible condition. Like, not bacterial or viral of nature, but like fungal. Like, so, you got a weird brain fungus. Like, ah, I got the Livmus. My initial, my initial thought is uh, for the game this week. Hashtag you're a dump. Because what? What, what follows hashtag you're a dump? Uh, hashtag get my bags. <laughs> Why do I know this? Get my bags. Because you love Scott Steiner. <laughs> How would you not know? Who you're does? a dump. <laughs> he doesn't get my bags. Like I've I've never wanted to go to a Shoney's until I heard that he owns. It's a lie. I'm I'm down for a Shoney's whenever. So Facebook wouldn't let people comment on things. I? Yeah, because the video is blocked. Mm. But uh, I, I never really wanted to go to a Shoney's until I heard like uh, Scott Steiner owns one. Then I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like to go there. I hope he's just sitting there like eating the uh, fake, uh, the fake eggs on the, uh, the, the breakfast bar and just uh, pouring like cheese over top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I just want to see Scott Steiner eating fake eggs and cheese. Okay. That would make me happy. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> think he lets Rick work there. Hashtag you're a dump. Right? Like, well, this goes with us. Oh, it's you're starting a thing. I'm sorry. So, 
I'm trying to figure out what that would be. But I'm sure we'll stumble on what your dump would be mm. as we talk. Because get my bags being the follow-up to your dump. Leo Rush doesn't want to get nobody's bags. Mm. It's a hot topic on uh, the the old uh, interwebs. There, it's been brewing for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, so do we have uh, some key piece of evidence or some key event that has uh, set everything in motion here? Well, actually, I I don't know what it actually stems from, but mm-hmm. he's gone as far as to say is no, I'm not taking people carrying people's bags. I refuse because of optics, and I. Uh, mm, he's this is one instance where he's playing the race card where I honestly don't feel like the race card should be played because normally I one hundred and I a thousand percent believe in playing the race card because generally speaking it is about race in this instance who and how so he is saying that he's not he doesn't want to carry anybody's bags he he doesn't want to get anybody anybody's water because it would look like to somebody who sees him is a young black man is carrying bags for somebody he doesn't say whom although i assume Good. he's traveling with lashley um, i don't know so it's, it's always weird who who's with whom at whatever point whom whomst with his whomst mm-hmm. at whatever point um I don't know, man. I mean, I'm on the peripherals. I mean, wh- what the hell do I know? Yeah. Because um, hashtag I'm, I'm a dump. Is that how it works? Hashtag you're a dump. What? <laughs> just, get my bags. I, I just want to be indignant. I'm gonna go, they're right there. I'll get them. Whatever. Um, ah, come on, fucking guy. I'm breaking up the chuggo early, huh? <laughs> I deserved it. You're fine. Where is the evolution in the locker room? Because we we see like on the other end of things, because in in like topic two for the for the evening there, um, the locker room feels like it's had some leaders that have uh, come out of the woodwork, ready to be kind of the voice of uh, yeah, the voice of, for lack of a better term, positivity. Uh, well, here's Ellie brings this up. Another thing that Leo is he's bringing his wife into the locker room a lot. It don't. Uh, and I guess Finn Balor pulled him aside to talk to him about it. I, I don't know if that's been substantiated yet, but that is definitely one of the things that's been going around. And Finn Balor is looked at as a locker room leader. The, there's uh, there's not wanting to be belittled or whatever, and then there's kind of res- respect. like Right. Well, Because I hear that, and I immediately hear, uh, oh, I'd love to see how he reacts in like the New Japan dojos. I know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. But- yeah. Now, now clean that up and give me, give me, give me some food. What? <laughs> no. All right, get out. Yeah. Because uh, that seems like a very quick way to be told to get out. No, it's it's not. Even if it, I hate to say this. This sounds weird because it's like you have to wonder where the and on the outside looking in, it's hard to tell where the evolution of the locker room is, mm-hmm. where race ends and where uh respect begins and and the other way around right because you know how it is like you've got you got one person that says hey man you're a you're you're a piece of crap and i don't like you because your attitude is bad Mm -hmm. and then you can have uh, somebody pile on that's a racist and goes yeah they're right because you're also that that i don't like and Mm -hmm. it's like no but i mean this is right but your viewpoint is kind of bad on it Mm -hmm. it always depends on who and how but I don't know, man. I get a feeling the locker room nowadays is more 
respectful. Mm-hmm. Now, if this was like the eighties, I'd say, yeah, there's gonna be there's a tinge of that, but yeah. I, I almost I don't want to make excuses for it, but it's almost like, yeah, it was kind of a part of it then. Is he getting singled out? Is he getting some sort of weird special punishment for it? Or is this a hey, welcome to the you're you're traveling on the main roster. Yeah. We'd like you to fit in here. We have a camaraderie, a brotherhood, a a, a family, and uh, there's kind of a pecking order, and there's a lot of amount, um, amount of respect to be had and earned, and we want to welcome you in, and this is part of how it is. Yeah. We want to make sure that you respect us. Now, should that be commanded, or should that be earned, or should he be given it right out of the gate, and at what point does he step over lines? Um, well, bringing non wrestlers into doesn't matter if it's your wife, doesn't matter if it's your family, mm-hmm. doesn't matter who it is. Uh, bringing non wrestlers into the locker room seems like a big no no. Yeah, I mean, like he, he tried to clarify it as it was WrestleMania weekend, which it would be then, understandable. But I don't, I don't still. know. E- even then, I would say specifically, do not. Yeah, that seems like a time and place where they have the most space for uh, for family and whatnot to not be in the locker room. Right. It seems like a time when you should be preparing your most. And uh, and getting yourself hyped as best you can to prepare for the biggest night of the year. Yeah. Don't bring your family in. Now, has it, was it a one-time thing? Or has it been an ongoing thing? Apparently, it's been an ongoing thing. Then it's a problem, then, isn't it? It isn't just WrestleMania weekend. And it's you trying to skirt rules that everybody else has to abide by. So, or unspoken rules that people abide by. And that's what makes the, the camaraderie and the teamwork and the, the, the family atmosphere. If you meet, now nobody, It's one of those things, like, nobody said... You're wrong, but you are being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, so here's what puts some weight on it for me, mm. why I feel like it had to actually... Normally, this is a topic I would probably just avoid. Right. There's really nothing... It keeps popping up, man. Yeah. But uh, Mark Henry has gone on record now to say that he actually confronted Leo about it and said, hey, man, you know, is there something going on or whatever? And apparently, Leo lied to his face, first of all. Uh, but then... He would go on to say, look, man, this is just how it is. I did it. Chris Jericho did it. And are you telling me you're better than Chris Jericho? Get out of here. That's like the exact line. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that everybody does. And, you know, the the fireback is, well, just because everybody does it doesn't mean it's okay. Man. <laughs> it just... <sighs> Is it really that big of a deal to carry somebody's bags? No, for like it's a, a sign of respect, and yeah. that's that's why it's a part of the New Japan Dojo. Yeah, and it's not something that's. I mean, it's 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 formally ingrained over there. Yeah, but and and gener- generations of wrestlers have gone through there and gone through the same thing as part of it. You're looking at a, an evolving locker room here, though. Mm-hmm. That uh, the the the. I don't even know how to say it. The social graces necessary to survive in there are... Because, hey, man, you know what? No, hey, you don't. You don't have to carry the bags. Also, get the hell out. No one's going to talk to you, and we're not even going to make eye contact with you. I don't know. Get there yourself. We ain't letting you ride with us. How about that? Cool? Yeah, Yeah, we cool. Go ahead. Take care of yourself, man. You do you. I don't want to work with you. Cool. See, and that's the thing. And then if if I'm at a higher point than you and I don't want to work with you... And it becomes a sticking point, and I'm more valuable to the company than you are. Get then get the hell out. Yeah. What, what what's your space there, man? Now, if he's if he's he's good, he's good. And 
he has a lot of promise. He does. A lot of people had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are told to get packing because you're not a team player. Because sometimes that's more important. Somebody that can be good for the company isn't always the best in the world. Now, that's a poor choice of words. <laughs> Sorry. The big thing that I actually do agree with with him on. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's saying that you know I'm ready oh, to play devil's advocate. Do oh, you, I, scare me the other way. I can't. I can't afford you know travel and blah blah blah. Though I would say if you play ball, travel becomes cheaper because you travel with other people. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. one thing. But uh, I guess he's getting left out of uh, meet and greets, which is money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I absolutely agree with him on is merchandising. Uh, the almighty Bobby Lashley, the almighty as his catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And he's getting none of that. I, I I feel like he does have a point there. That's literally, of all the things he said, that's the only thing I actually agree with. Uh, whose line was it? Was it totally his? Was it, Or was it written for him? I don't know. Did it get over because of him? I would assume. Could it have gotten over without him? Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, man, but yeah, it is going to affect a lot of things. And there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's no if, and, or thor. Uh, thor. Thors. <laughs> He's an Avenger. <laughs> um, Hashtag you're a dump. Hey! <laughs> Indignant. Where's your bags? <laughs> um... But I don't know, man. Anytime I go into a new situation, like uh, you go into a new gig, man, do you go in there right away and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all this stuff out of the fridge. I'm putting my stuff on the top shelf because I'm top shelf guy. Everyone else move out of my way. This is my seat. I'm gonna sit here now. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this job here. I'm new here, day one. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking over. I'm gonna do what I want. And if I don't get what I want, it's obviously somebody else is out to get me. Well, no, it's because you came in demanding things. Uh, that being said, somebody that demands something, they may not get everything they want, but if they get most of it, that's a hell of a lot further than somebody that just sits around and waits for it to be given to them. So it's it's uh, it's hard to de- it's hard to definitively say what's right and wrong, mm-hmm. but what it's doing is taking him off the weekly product. Yep, uh, making him less visible, mm-hmm. and the only time he's visible right now. Is it's they're it's they're putting a, a spotlight way. on the negativity. Yep. They're um hey, you know, this positive, it can go away real quick. This positive can go away real quick. And all you're left with is you and your character. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about the character you play in the ring. We're talking about the character you portray uh, uh online and what everybody else that has free reign to say whatever the hell they want about you. Mm-hmm. Now they can say something positive, or they can say something negative. We don't control that. How do people feel about you and how does that affect uh, your reputation? And do we want to associate with somebody with a poor reputation? You know, you talk about Leo Rush's reputation. I I remember one of the things I worried about when WWE signed him is I remember a couple years ago uh this is the dude who did the one spot wherever it was. Like he oh took my a table God, bump yes. and got up immediately. Like he no soul. He went through a table and no soul. Yeah, stood up, got no right soul. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I, that that guy is going to be a problem. I don't know how. Where's Austin Aries at? Good question. <laughs> Good question. I, All the talent in the world, hair. man. Yeah. 
character yeah. and charisma as far as the eye could see. Entering ability like no other. By the way, maybe we should, like, for the and I quotes, not do WWE ones anymore. <laughs> Good point. Although they were quick this week. They didn't do it last week at all. It was an old one. Weird. 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 And if people could get the word out, because I tried to post it on the uh, Facebook, but I don't know if anybody can even see it. So we are live elsewhere. Crazy town. Mm. Um, but yeah, like something like that, that, that dude is definitely a problem right now. He has, I feel like he's getting a weird test where it's a, Hey, we're going to put you in a slightly compromising position and we want to see if you need appreciation. Thanks. Uh, we want to see if you can a take it and B uh, how you react to it. Because I feel like everybody has an opportunity there to kind of redeem themselves, especially if you have talent. Um, you almost get more chances if you have talent. Uh, chances that nobody else should have or no other career or any other field could possibly have. You have those kind of chances in wrestling. As long as you keep your mouth shut when you kind of need to. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, man, discretion is the better part of valor. And the best thing you could do when everybody's crapping on you and just say, hey, man, maybe I should just sit back a minute, let this kind of blow over for a minute, and try to earn my way back into the good graces of people. But it seems like he's pushing harder. Yeah. Like, he's force, he's trying to f- force people to respect him. He's trying to force uh, people to, Instead uh, of earning the to acknowledge. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference between commanding and trying to force it, man, because... Uh, He's like trying to like grab onto a handful of water, and the more he squeezes, the more water gets away from him. Mm-hmm. If he just chills out, and cups his hand, it's going to fill up. I don't know. That sounds like some stuff out of the Bible, probably. Uh, yeah. What's a Bible? Yeah, uh, that guy's in it. What's his name? Oh yeah, Moses. Jesus Malone. Jesus Malone. Jesus Malone. Did he play for the Knicks? It's Patrick Ewing. Sorry. He's the only person that ever played for the Knicks. <laughs> hashtag confinate. Nah, man. What? No, Jesus. You're, hashtag you're dumb. That doesn't feel good. I'm sorry, no. Justin. Where's your bags? They're over there. You want to carry them? <laughs> yeah. You know what? And that's just... There's something basic and almost uh, grade school about that. Well, the other thing is, you know, getting your opponent some water after a match or the ref. I think that's the other one that's going... The ref and your opponent. I don't know. To me, that seems like a good thing because, hey, let's talk about what just happened. Or just be respectful. Yeah. Because it, it isn't that he's getting disrespected. It's that he's being uh, ostracized for not being respectful. Mm-hmm. They didn't come out and say, we're here to disrespect you. Take it. They're saying, uh, hey, you're being disrespectful. Chill out. And to have legends pull you aside and say, hey, you're being disrespectful. Could you stop it? And then going uh, uh, harder on it. Yeah. How do you expect a good reaction to that, man? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ken Kenny has a good point. Look at the Singh brothers. You don't hear nothing bad about them, and they're in the same spot as Leo. The Singh brothers are... Actually, now they're wrestling again. They're on 205 Live. That makes me so happy. I wish they'd go back to Harvin Gerv. Because <laughs> I was so excited during the cruise Gerv! Cruise- Gerv! Hey, wrestling fan. I see you're commenting right now. Rasslin fan mm. to twenty three forty five. Oh man, how are you, good sir? Mm. 
but or ma'am, I should but say. I don't. Uh, but is is he in the same position as the Singh brothers right now? Hmm? Singh brothers seem like they got a pretty sweet gig right where they're at, and they're getting the opportunity to to, uh, to wrestle as well, and they're not being uh, crapped upon. And do you want to see Leo Rush right now? Me right now? Mm-hmm. No. You know, conversely, do you want to see the Singh brothers right now? Uh, I don't uh, not want to see them. I know, right? And are are those two places that you can put right up next to each other? Is that apples and oranges? This is like rotten oranges and fresh apples. <laughs> Say, I don't know. They're both fruit. They suck. Give me some candy. Give me some candy. I threw the candy so I wouldn't eat it. Look at me. I'm crazy phone forehead. I got a phone coming out my forehead. Isn't that crazy? Now give me some candy. Hashtag, you're a dump. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 oh, Brian German. The the more I hear Leo Rush talk right now, I feel like the more trouble he's going to get in. Even no. if he came out and said, even if he came out and said, hey, guys, you're all right. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I need to learn my place in here, and I want to be a part of this and not try. I'm sorry for tr- overstepping my path. Even if he said all the right things right now, it would be bad. Mm-hmm. This this is a test to see, hey, man, can you shut up? <laughs> that, I feel like that's what he's being tested on, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know that he can. And maybe not. And you know what? That can be good somewhere. He granted Fightful... A, an interview because Fightful was reporting on this mm-hmm. and terrible idea yeah <laughs> the more you talk the more trouble you're getting into almost seems like your mouth is getting in trouble mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't know why don't you leave the locker room for a minute and go see your wife uh, elsewhere and then come back and you know bring a bottle of water for a couple of the dudes be respectful of the referees Jesus Christ because I just don't see where it's I, that I, big I, of a deal. I feel it because I got the refs are amazing performers in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not just backstage crew. They're not additional crew. They're amazing performers. Um, I almost feel like the the water bottle for the ref is a uh, hey. Do you think so highly of yourself that you just dis- completely dismiss those un- under you? Mm. And if you do, get the hell out. Yeah, we I got no place for you here. Like, honestly, I mean, you've seen that everywhere. I mean, I guess the Indies is more like, hey, somebody has to freaking do this. But there's places where it's like, uh, we need you to help uh, set up that ring. Yeah. We need you to help tear it down. We need you to help clean up. We need you to help uh, uh, get stuff packed up for the night. It's part of part of the you training and part of the... dismiss those un- under <laughs> you. Shut up, you. You're a dump. Hey, that felt good. Oh, he feels bad, though. Um, Dude. <sighs> Everywhere, I mean, I have it. Stop. Okay, he has to freaking do this. But there's places where it's like, shut up, uh, you. We need you to help us set up that ring. We do. We do. Mm. If you want respect, give it. I guess, but he's trying to command it first, and there's no guarantee that he's going to give it. And as a result, he's getting a complete, uh, complete blowback on. As a result, I don't know, man. I honestly. I haven't seen enough of him that I'm that excited. He's amazing every time I've seen him. But as far as his character, I don't care that much. And I'm not willing to tolerate good dudes having to deal with that horse shit to, uh, to, um, for just for the sake of keeping him. 
if he was gone tomorrow, I'd be like, that's cool. I don't care. Unfortunately, what? I hate that. I, I feel the same way. I hate that because I was starting to like, well, I was starting to dislike him for all the right reasons. Yes. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Is it worth all the garbage? No. No, absolutely not. Not even close. Nobody... I can't even imagine it being the company. Like, it's not even worth it as a fan right now to deal with him. Mm. And I'm, I just watch the program. Because <laughs> I, I hear about these good dudes who are super respectful, mm-hmm. very uh, power positivity oriented, that are trying to help. Mm-hmm. Trying to build a community, being as respectful as possible, and fair and intelligent, and I don't want them to have to deal with garbage, man. So you bring up power positivity. What? Let's bring that up specifically. Uh, if if this was a race problem, mm-hmm. don't you think first at the very head of the line would be Kofi Kingston, Big E? And Xavier Woods saying, yeah, this is for real. I think Biggie would push everyone out of the way and be the first one to comment. <laughs> and he would be right. Because I, we've heard in the past the idea of locker room leaders mm-hmm. and a wrestler's court. Um, if Biggie is the first person you consult, is it Barrister uh, E <laughs> should be the first person consulted on right and wrong and doing the right thing. Um yeah, and I got to think, he, it's not like they've shied away from mentioning things when no. things are kind of garbage. Yeah, we'll get to the other the uh-huh. other more recent thing yeah. in a second. Hey. And <sighs> Big E especially feels, and Xavier and Kofi to a lesser extent, but I feel like Big E the most is uh, pretty much bulletproof. Bounty hunter. And he's uh, made himself that way. Out of, out of oddly enough, uh... Being respectful, yeah. Being right, being righteous, defending those who uh, uh, kind of can't defend themselves, stepping in and stepping up where uh, where uh, the right and good needs someone to step in and step up, and uh, standing up to uh, bullies and uh, and uh, bullies and bigots and awful people. And so, if he hasn't said, "Hey, Leo's getting a bad uh, bad deal," eh. I don't know if he has to be the arbiter on everything. I know. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he's busy. He doesn't have need like yeah, uh, but like need I said, uh, like legal if, briefs. If there was, if if there was even a breath of legitimacy to what Leo was saying, he would go to bat. That being, they would go to bat. That for being sure. that being said, I'm sure every single one of them has been exactly in his position mm-hmm. and done the uh, team building, career building, respectful thing. Because, okay, this is another thing that I feel this like I'm like like on Leo. This is probably like the least toxic the WWE locker room may have ever yeah. been. And you're asking them to tolerate potential toxicity. Yeah. Nah, man. They don't have to or need to put up with that. Uh, how to... Oh, I don't even know how to say it. I was just about to crap on Leo more and that feels bad. Well, let me let me put this out here from Kane and then mm-hmm. see if you can wor- figure out the wording. Word it back. Uh Kane says, "Got look at it. You got to look at it this way. He's only 20 he's 24 and only in the mm. Indies for 3 years before getting signed. So yes. he is young." Yeah, okay. However, that there, that gets Liv to Morgan's the point I was 24. That's the the uh point I was going to What was that? Liv Morgan's 24. Uh, you don't hear anything. 
you don't hear you don't hear anything about anybody saying she's being disrespectful do you no 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 because you know why she sat back and uh, learned from ruby who's Mm -hmm. been a vet she has uh, come up with sarah who is a vet and she's worked and uh put over and made everybody she's been in the ring with look great uh, amazing. And it's almost like uh, she has a fan base as a result. Weird, huh? Huh. And Justin. Weird. Yeah, I'm more than a fan base. Okay, Leo Rush strikes me as... Interest. Ow. Ow, that hurts. So good. Oh, Justin. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's fine. Hey, let's look who's on her... Oh, there she is. Hashtag commitment. That would be amazing if she showed up right as I was... She's trying, to, she's trying to check out the Facebook page right now, but then she can't. <laughs> Today was the week, Justin. I feel like Leah Rush has uh, given us... Um, hit, Ooh, wrestling fan. Woo, he's got a good question. Hit, 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 we hit, talk about that almost every week. Here's here's the thing. If, if you go into a situation and you think you know everything, you're immediately... This is just old platitudes here. Mm-hmm. If you go in thinking you know everything, mm-hmm. you've... All you know is all you're ever going to know. Oof. You're never going to learn more than where you are. You're never going to exceed. You're never going to excel. You're never going to pick up anything from anybody else. You're never going to grow. And, and you're in a situation where nobody's going to give you anything else to grow on mm-hmm. or to develop yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go in thinking, I don't know nothing, but I'm ready to learn, and you're respectful, people pour that knowledge in, and there's so much room and so much information and so many life stories and, li- and lessons to be had there. That if you were just to quiet down, listen, and maybe, hey, when you get those bags of somebody, you get a story. You get respect. You get a, a potential. You get insight. You get somebody to watch a match and say, hey, I like this. I think this works for you. And you can say and you can say in your head, I don't, I don't think he's right on the mark, but you could say outwardly, I respect that opinion. I appreciate you watching and let me know how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Amazing little things like that. He, You get the feeling that he likes or he knows everything that he's going to know right now. Mm. He knows a lot. He's very good. But, again, you have to have all things to be part. Hey, I think we're back on the Facebook. Hey, Mark. Oh, Handley. You, you have to be kind of all things to the... Uh, you have to be a good dude. You have to be a good wrestler. You have to be a good character. And you have to get along with others. If you're missing one of those uh, one of those pillars, uh, you're not going to succeed. Can you see us right now, Mark O'Hanley, on Facebook? Can you see us... And I'll wait for that response. Yes. Hey, it's working again. Okay. I Whoa. Fu- I submitted a dispute with WWE. You got us in a fight with the wrestling. We won the last one. Fetter Entertainment. So. Enter Fetter Entertainment. So it, we're work- it's working again on Facebook. So that's The World good. Wrestling E. Marco Hanley, just to let you know, we did get booted because uh, the video we were doing, uh, mm-hmm. they own that video. So We were we but bad. yeah, see, that's why I think WWE put Leo with Bobby to learn from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good spot to learn under. Hell yeah, like, that was a, he was Vince's guy the first time around. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I I got a feeling Lashley during that first that first run. I'm I'm betting he had a lot of the old timer dudes or the mm-hmm. uh, guys that had been there for a long time and be like, "What the hell's this kid? Yeah. Oh, getting uh, getting a rocket strapped to you? Are you? Yeah." And I'm sure he had instances where he had missteps. And then he had several instances where he was like, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he learned. He went over to TNA. He went elsewhere. And he got better. And he came back. And he's, he's a fully formed, packaged superstar. Mm-hmm. 
Thupathar. A Thupathar, if you will. Mm-hmm, I do. Thupathation. No. Thupathar 5. And yeah, man, to, to be with uh, Bobby Lash is a fantastic place to be. Hello, Brian. Or if he's looking at it as a punishment, oh, I'm a manager? That's not good. I'm a star. Well, then, cool. Go be a star somewhere else. Uh, I think that's the other thing is, I guess, now the rumor mill is that he's trying to get out of his contract. Like he turned the rumor mill. Uh, that Again, this is unfounded. There's no proof to this. But it You will be punished severely then. He, he rejected a... A $300,000 deal or something? Mm. Cool. Complain about being broke and then turn down more money. Cool, man. If you will. If you will. I, I, I like that he thinks that it's guaranteed that he's, he'll probably get picked up somewhere. Everyone will be picked up somewhere except Sexy Star. Mm. And, uh, but you, anywhere you go, try to go to now, they're going to know your reputation that you bring with you. Mm-hmm. Your stuff doesn't go away it follows you mm-hmm. when you make a p- post on a fitness forum at 24 years old mm-hmm. guess what that stuff will pop up seven eight years later and then everyone will be like oh hey what a jerk yeah so let's go right there then what uh i was just making weird uh, analogies we brought this up a, a good yeah. couple months ago because it had first surfaced but i think there was like no receipts as mm-hmm. it were uh it I still, even looking at it, I don't know that it's actually him, but there's some pretty awful things said or out there that have been linked to Lars Sullivan's uh, bodybuilding account, I'm essentially. Go- I'm going to use the scariest word in the modern era. Okay. Problematic. Yeah. Uh, Very much so. I read through a lot of them today. Yeah. Because... Uh, as if, as if my workday isn't dark and dreary and awful enough mm. with the human tragedy that I deal with every single day, and me—I'm just talking about me waking up in the morning and showering. Mm. It's weird. Uh, let's let's uh, delve into uh, um, racist, sexist, uh, um, uh, homophobic tweets—not uh, tweets, um, posts. This is well before tweets. This is in the realm of posting, and yeah, like like you said, um, it's hard to substantiate ty- some things. But sometimes the the illusion, the appearance, is enough to call into question. And uh, boy, howdy, well, there's going to be some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a lot like it's some official Laura stuff. Yeah, and it's one of those things of uh, why you make the stuff up when it's something usually that bad. Yeah, unless it's some some bitter personal enemy. People don't usually make stuff up and to, I don't know. It doesn't need to be substantiated. It's some dirt that's in the air. Yeah. And are you going to step up and get it on you or are you going to try to clear that stuff away? Yeah. Now, I believe that people can change. It is possible Mm. that that is a past life Mm. and he was just a shit human and has turned into a better human. I don't even know what you do if you're him. I don't know that there is anything you can do. There is no apologizing that away. There's nothing you could actually say that would be okay. like, right? We live in a weird time where um, I, I I think my generation may be the last one, and you kind of on the, the buffer end of it too, mm-hmm. where there's stuff you did that nobody's ever going to know about. Probably. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, my brother drove a car through a 7-Eleven once. He stole Ooh. a car in a parking lot, drove it through a 7-Eleven. Hmm. Guess what? That wasn't on social media. Nobody posted about it. Uh Uh-oh, I just messed it up. Sorry. 
Hi. It's okay. But if you do something dumb, it's trackable forever now. It's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. I, I'm of the last generation that gets to have that little bit of an- anonymity. But somewhere, there's a MySpace page that has uh, me lying about liking certain bands or whatever to try to get some girl to like me or something <laughs> like that. Oh, it's awful. And I'm sure if I find her, I'll be like, oh, for Christ's sake. Oh. Uh, but, but, Lars Sullivan Lars is not Sullivan. of that generation. No. Um, the post, he's a couple years. He's, he's 31 years old. This is what I was looked at. And the posts were from about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So allegedly and supposedly. Also supposedly and supulveda. <laughs> but, uh. Boulevard. Seven, yes. Seven years ago, he would have been 24. Which very stupid age, apparently. I, I, it is, man. Because that was another thing that was in some of the posts were talking about how people with uh, like mental illnesses and anxiety, those are just weak people, and they just need to get over themselves. Meanwhile, he let me make weird noises. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the reason why he didn't debut earlier this year is because he had a little bit of a, a little bit of stage fright, a little some anxiety issues. But. Here he is seven years ago saying these things. Now, though the 24-year-old Lars Sullivan that's representing these posts would disagree with it, we almost, society-wise, I almost feel like we give more of a pass now. It used to be like anything you said before 18, I was like, eh, he's a kid. Same, Brian. He's a kid, but eh. He did some dumb stuff, but he was a kid. If you did something you did at fourteen, fourteen is damn near forgiven. Mm-hmm. No matter how no no matter how soon after eighteen it is. Like he was fourteen. He did something dumb at twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He spent a night in juvie. Ooh, big mm-hmm. deal. Hey, what's up? Tell me your story. What's up? I I feel like that age of maturity is higher than eighteen now. Mm-hmm. And almost like society is moving that way. Like somebody isn't an adult adult until Early to mid twenties, somewhere in there, but twenty four, a bit beyond, yeah, you a should bit know. beyond the pale. But yeah, well, it, what 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 have what, so there's a difference. Yeah, like Brian Brian German says I was drunk at twenty four. I could say the same thing. Mm-hmm. At twenty four, I was still, I was way into my drinking days. Uh, actually, it's funny this comes up because. Uh, a couple years ago when the NFL, uh, all the NFL players were beating the shit out of their wives like scumbags. A couple years. Was, were we talking 80s, 90s, 2000s, no, today? Like, it was, yeah, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, and, Sorry. You know, I went on a tirade on, mm-hmm. on Twitter and I was just like, yo, I can't believe you people are still watching the NFL. It's garbage, mm-hmm. garbage, garbage. And I was actually confronted because they knew that actually I had responded to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they said, but wait a minute, like Steve Austin beat his wife. And, you know, and my response was, you're at that point, you're talking about the difference between the 24 year old Justin who was drinking all the time because mm-hmm. that's when it happened, 2004. And we'll say 2014, I was 10 years, you know, 10 years old, on, yeah, 10 years older and five years sober. Right. So, like, it's almost a different human. But there's a difference between being a drunk guy, kind of letting 
uh, a superstar of S- Steve Austin's magnitude skate by on beating his wife mm-hmm. and being a literal piece of human trash. Yeah. Like, this- not to not to excuse, but if if Lars is having some sort of mental issues, mm-hmm. like he, he said, he had anxiety, and they held him off for a little while. Twenty four, twenty five, twenty six are some magic numbers mm-hmm. for. Uh, this sounds like I'm making excuses for it. This is reason, another reason why I'm willing to accept twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. If you're going to have a, a psychotic break. That's where it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is between twenty four and twenty six. It, it goes a little higher. It's usually like twenty three to twenty five, about a five year range there. Now that being said, I I think and I have nothing to back this up on. Um, there are other things other than psychotic or breaks and or full blown schizophrenia where it's like that weird, for lack of a better term, completely non clinical. The asshole comes out. Mm-hmm. Between 23 and 28 is full-on asshole. Where do those bad things happen? And it feels like 28 is where people start going like, hold on, hold on. I got to get some stuff together. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is enough. Or they die. I was going to say the rule of 27. The 27 rule. Yeah. I, I feel like that all weirdly ties in. There's like this universal rule that revolves around that 27 because those weird people break between 20, th- 23, 28, and... There's a lot of people that don't break, but they have a lot of. They're they're running in the red, man. Their mm-hmm. their tachometer is fully in the red, and they're revving the entire time. And some people break, some people go schizophrenic, some people have a psychotic break, some people go weird, and uh, uh, that's where a lot of people. Uh, it sounds like I'm making excuses for it. This behavior is a very angry, very. Lonely kind of loner speech, man. Yeah. Reading through it, this isn't stuff you haven't heard before. No. People have this dude in their family, mm-hmm. and it's a right around that age, and some people never grow out of it. Some people stick with that stuff forever. Like I said, they think they know everything that they need to know, and that's where they stay forever. I'm willing to believe that somebody before the age of like 27 does a lot of dumb stuff and they can come out a better person. That being said, I don't know if 31 is close enough to being far enough away to really completely excuse. And you don't get to completely excuse. No. You've had things that have happened in your past. You own those things, right? Mm -hmm. They've made you who you are. Yeah. And you're better as a result. Mm -hmm. You're a good dude. I wish. I didn't say that on the record. It's off the record. Off the record. Hey, Justin. You're a good dude. I try to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But you Someone need should tell live. But but you have to you have to own those things that make you who you are and be better as a result. I've got bad garbage in my past mm-hmm. too, but I, I've tried to learn and be better as a result. Um, ah, again, it just feels like I'm making excuses for it. The comments were bad, and they kept getting worse and worse. So, to that, again, the sage that he is, Big E, has commented on this because I'm sure plenty of WWE superstars are getting bombarded with the hey, have mm. you seen what Lars said? And uh, what does Zack Ryder stand on this? Yeah, right. Zack. <laughs> um the response from Big E He says he likes toys. Huh, weird. I agree. Okay. I agree. Toys. Okay. So Big E's response is, hey man, I mean if this is true, if because many of us have heard about this, if it's true, then uh he's the one who's got to be in this locker room. The man is a modern day Solomon. He really is. 
fair and just ruling. He's not accusing, Mm-mm. but he's saying if this is, and he's not even he doesn't even have to hang that albatross around your neck. He's not grabbing a, a bird and saying, "Here, boom, wear it." Shame, shame, shame. Throw pancakes. Shame this man. Nothing. I get nothing. Shame. Throw the pancakes. No. The one that hit Miz in the face is still my favorite <laughs> pancake of all time. Mm-hmm. And can we can we can we discuss that? Not even discuss. I just want to make a statement. Kofi gets some distance on those pancakes, oh, yeah. man. He practices oh, yeah. at home. He tells the kids go long, and they're like eighty yards out. And he's like, Nah, man, further, further, further. Also, go up in the stands. And they're like, well, Dad, we don't have stands. We need to get some stands. He's got good follow through too. He he'll, he'll like throw across the body. Mm-hmm. He'll throw he'll throw against. Same distance. Mm-hmm. Pinpoint accuracy. It's amazing. Them some flying pancakes, Jack. Ah, oh, man. But I was so well. Dude, it looks like if you pour syrup on them, it would just all filter right into the middle and they would be so good. Mm. Mm. I can't eat them pancakes. Yeah, you can. I can't eat those ones either. Well, no shit. I can't eat pancakes, period, right now. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be a good boy. Justin, I believe in you. I'm trying to slim down. I believe it, Justin. You do? Do you? It never doesn't. It, I never don't laugh. I'm trying to get fit for live. You understand? If you will, she's going to look at this body and be like, I needs to have that. For what? Don't answer. Don't answer that. Good Lord. Look at you in your outdated shirt. Oh. Do you like owning a shirt that's of somebody that's not around anymore? Or a group that don't be? People still wear NWO shirts, jerk. No, sh- Yeah. Believe me, there's some dude out there right now with that Austin shirt with the du- stupid snakes for hands. <laughs> I was it's like a popular ass shirt, but I look at it and I'm still like, I mean, I get there's it. People but... wearing shirts of uh, Sting's face. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. No, I'm good, man. I'll stay. Mm. But uh, Lars's posts covered a lot of lot of territory, man, mm-hmm. from homophobia to. Weak-minded people are the only people that get mental illness. Mm-hmm. They just need to be stronger. To um, garbage uh, racism, garbage, basic, basic ass garbage racism. I, I'm bad. That, I feel bad that that one's like, uh, like that's a gimme as far as the bad posts go. One like uh, even saying, hey, you know, there's gray area as far as rape goes. Jeez. Oh, uh what? No, there isn't, man. Um, nope, doesn't exist. There is no gray area with it. How about we get to a case-by-case basis before we even make a statement even close to that? And then we'll say, no, because look at this case. No. Let's skip the hypotheticals. Let's get to actual cases and then go, no. Okay? Oh, I I see what you're saying. Uh, No. (laughs) Oh, you have a good point. Also, no. No, you have an awful point. but You have an awful point and also no. Is it when... Because it's weird, because Biggie's wisdom comes out of the the hypotheticals, mm-hmm. kind of, but then they jumping to conclusions, and the, the bigotry, racism, jumping to conclusions mm-hmm. is also based on the hypotheticals. Weird how one can find wisdom when they come from a good place, and they mean well, and one can be a total beast of garbage uh, uh, when they come from a bad place. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if seven years is enough time to forgive. And I don't know if uh, the difference between 24 and 31 is big enough for somebody to have a lot of growth. Well, and also, how the hell was this not vetted in this age? No, right? And then, and then, uh, well, it's, you look at the guy, and it's he's, he has the look. 
You know, like, I hate that, but it's true. Somebody actually said in the chat, uh, we had Jessica Havoc, uh, lost her WWE contract because of some old tweets. And you know, there was a oh. there was a period there where a lot of people were losing losing their gig because because of old tweets and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know how this doesn't get found. And what's her face? It was posed with the Nazi symbols and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. I'm surprised nobody's brought up uh Asuka's old uh Kana character where there's some costuming in Oscar's history that is terrifying, hmm. but it's also culturally different there. Maybe abhorrence, well, yeah. I mean, it's abhorrence in Western culture, but hmm. in Eastern culture, it's like, hey, that's just a thing. What? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Oh, I. I'm not in a place to where I can forgive him, but I also am not in a place where. He's just going to have to be persona non grata to me, I think, which bums me out because I'm enjoying what he's doing on television. But, I am uh, too. How else are we going to get that uh, famous uh, Matt Hardy standoff? It's, that's better than everything that's ever been in the broken universe. I, I can't wait to see Matt Hardy versus George Mazanin. Uh, WrestleMania 36. That's the main. Can we? Can we? Can we take a moment to appreciate? Matt Hardy's complete and total self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he did a thing. Like, this is like if I was reading for you to attack me, and I just went, that's in a... And it's like he immediately knew, it's like, oh, that was dumb. <laughs> Hold on. Before anyone else gets a chance, I'm going to own this. What's up? Not only does he post himself in his weird, uh, I don't know what kind of stance that is, mm-hmm. but it's a stance... Like I'm, I'm not a fighter man, but I see this and I go, "All right, calm down, <laughs> sir, sir, please." We'll bring, and then uh, the the always self aware Matt Hardy posts a picture of the WWE 2K20, mm-hmm. I guess Smackdown cover versus Raw <laughs> of uh, of uh, yeah. There's Matt Hardy with his pose versus George Mazanin in his pose, yeah. uh, putting putting up their uh, collective dukes. I put up your dukes. I I got no dukes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got uh, no dukes. Um, I think it may have been Brian Jarman who asked this, uh, and I apologize if it wasn't Brian, mm-hmm. but he asked, "What is it with fans nowadays? They they uh, they're focusing more on the writing rather than the wrestling." Mm. I don't know. I've asked this question a lot. Okay. Uh, Let's dig into that. Well, and it, it, well I, I got ideas too far because we can we can move it into the discussion because you did your homework. We can we can start here and move into your homework. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I it's as it's as we get old. Like because in the Attitude Era, I never once thought about writing. I mean, I still choose not to. What you mean? What you mean as far as writing? Like I never thought about booking i just thought about i'm watching i'm watching monday night raw Uh uh-huh i'm watching stone cold stun people and i i think that would be the argument that they have but i think the problem is they've i feel it's a different product today than it was then even that close yeah At, at this point 
I feel I need as a fan. I mean, I I I don't pre- pre- presume to speak for everybody else. I need a full show with a cohesive storyline where everything threads together and we have consistency week to week. That sounds like a very short, succinct sentence. Um, I understand it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility and your job. If you want uh, if you want uh, ratings and uh, me to be interested and to not be able to just go, F this segment. Um, if, if, if you want Drew McIntyre to come out and confront Roman Reigns and me to not go, I don't care. If, if you want to, uh, see, here's a weird little segment with the, the Usos doing childish garbage to the revival. And I'm like, what is it? Okay. I don't care. Hmm. I get it. That's what it is. I need something cohesive throughout the entire story. And they haven't had that in a while. And it's a really, really hard thing to do. It's not easy. SmackDown consistently closer than, than Raw is. And I'm not seeing much of anybody else come close. But the, it's, It may be an impossible feat. But the difference being, mm. yeah, they may not be getting you. You know, they may not be reaching you. But you're also not sitting there online. Going, the booking. They need to fire everybody. They're creative. They're push guy X. Oh, guy X is good though. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he's it's his time. He's he's earned it. Uh, I feel like people look at the product world as a fake play world, mm-hmm. and everything else is the new main focus for them. There's a level of interactivity. When people exist in real life, online, they are there. The real person is there, and you exist in that world. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's harder for those, those cohesive storylines, cohesive, it's not a- to exist in the show because people are more focused outside of it where they can actually exist and interact. Mm-hmm. That is where the new existence is. And those people that are amazing online... They make you want to watch the show. Watching watching their history. That's one of my favorite new chips. Yes. Uh, watching watching how they interact online is where you're getting more excited about them. And then you tune in weekly to see what they're doing. Hashtag commitment. Um, That's what I'm doing. Like you see, Big E's not going to be back in the ring anytime soon. Mm-mm. Big E is relevant as all hell right now. Yeah. Uh, Ciampa, active on Twitter, updating with his, uh, with his uh, recovery. And amazing existing in that, what is, I hate to call it the real world, but as far as existence goes and where fans live and breathe, mm-hmm. I'm interested in him and I'm excited for when he comes back. But then you get guys that are like, for for, for lack of a, 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 a Roman Reigns and a Drew McIntyre, they don't, almost don't exist in that world. Right. And as a result, I, when they pop up in the show, it's like, I don't, I don't care. But... A weird a hole like Randy Orton. I've never been more interested in Randy than I, I am right now. Right. You know why? Because he's just like ah, I'm a curse now because I can't in. Whatever. <laughs> I don't like that dude. He's uh, uh, bad words. Guess what? That's great. And people that exist <laughs> in that real world build excitement for the the fake world of the actual wrestling show. And people feel like they exist in that world, too. And I think that weirdly is what weirdly encourages them to 
post and write and uh, tag and uh, put out their thoughts and give their opinions on everything and put it in the face of things and slander people openly mm-hmm. and uh, uh, openly just uh, just uh, make things up or or be just awful people or be too ghoul for school because they feel they exist in that world. Guess what? You don't. <laughs> you don't. When you're an awful person, everybody ignores you. Or they get mad at you. And if that's the way you want some attention, that's cool. But you don't exist in that world. But I feel like that's why the, mo- the majority of people exist there. And mm-hmm. also a big reason why I'm not as prevalent. I like I like seeing tweets. I like people to, to uh, tweet at me. Ask a question. I might answer. I'll see it. I like it. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. I like don't fuck. Don't you dare. What? Son of a bitch. Stop it. What? I'm not doing nothing. I enjoy that, and that's inter- that's actual interaction. But I feel the vast majority of people are just going out in the woods and yelling, <laughs> and they feel that's the real world, and they feel they exist and participate in it. And that's the feeling that that attitude area had when people watched a Raw. Mm-hmm. Was like, this is the thing, and we exist in it because we're watching it together. Watching a show doesn't mean what it did back then, because everybody has this new world to exist and live in, a more interactive world where nobody's interacting with you. Excuse me, I'm getting a I'm getting a tweet. Probably, I hope you just I hope you for the love of God I hope you just tweeted live and not me. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna wait and see what you tweeted. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling? Stop it! Hey <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, there you go. You know what that is? Your commitment. That's commitment right there. Hey Nathan, that's that's my uh, my boo boo kaiju. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, so Chris Pitt has a good point because yes, channels sir. like JD from NY, uh, WWE, what culture, uh, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. you're going to get more people focusing on writing because they make you think about the writing, not just the wrestling. But again, you're not you're not just sitting back consuming the product, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. It's a new product now. Yeah, it's different. It is interactive in a way. It's as deep as you want to get into it. Mm-hmm. The deeper you want to get, the cooler it is. The things I enjoyed about my homework this week mm-hmm. were the deeper things that I I knew going into it or found coming out of it. So let's go there then. Well, I I feel like I'm almost making a breakthrough on what's different today, uh-huh. but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, that level of perceived interactivity makes people more forceful with their with their opinions and their thoughts and they put them out there and you see people that are out there putting the thoughts look i enjoy talking with justin about wrestling and if you're watching this show i love getting feedback and i love talking about it with people if there was two people watching this well if it was just me and justin doing this we would have this exact same conversation it would be great and i would enjoy it but i enjoy not talking directly to him this is great because i get to talk to him hey justin how you doing if you say something (laughs) Say, just answer me, would you please? <laughs> I've never felt so alone. <laughs> hey, man. And that's what the internet really is. It's a lot of people alone, but they think they're not because they're throwing it out there. So I, I don't go into this thinking like a thousand people are going to watch me and it's going to be amazing. Here I am going to get famous. That's what I feel that most people think when they go online and put their thoughts out. And I'm going to tweet this famous wrestler and they're going to retweet it and like me and I'm going to get famous as a result. I feel like that's the delusion that most people have. I think so. Do you think you're going to get famous by telling Liv that you dig her? No. Or do you think she's at at best you're hoping she sees you and goes, oh, man, this guy digs me. That's what that I, feel, I feel good today. I hope yeah, I hope. I feel that's like that's your real—that's your realistic level. You hope she sees it. And goes, this this dude's adorable. 
scroll, scroll, scroll. And she has a moment of joy because of you. You want to give her that moment of joy for the moments of joy that she's given you. Yeah. What an amazing fair trade that is. Do you demand her attention? Do you want her to show up for your birthday? No. That's unrealistic, right? I would like to have a picnic with her. Yeah, but uh, you know that's a remarkable, remarkable. But I know deep down inside, I hope to God that you know this is a remarkable pipe dream, and that were it ever to happen, you would probably explode. No, I'd be cool as the other side of the pillow. God damn it! God damn it, Justin! (laughs) You would be. Yeah, you would be so wholesome and nice. Like, hey, what's up? Let's have some pickles. The biggest move you'd make is, hey, you want to hold your hand and walk? I mean, I'm going to hold some other people's hands, too. Let's all get together. <laughs> it's not even going to be a thing. You're just going to be like, hey, we're all walking with our hands together. This is cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I know you're busy. You got to go. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, and then she'd be in love with me, and it'd be great. No, for Christ's sake, no. That's exactly what I'm saying. No, too. No. Ah. Uh. King Kenny brings up a point. Yes. Uh, also during Attitude Era, nothing. if you didn't like what WWE was doing, you could watch WCW or strike that reverse. It, uh, that was always what happened with me. W- I'd watch WCW, hate what was happening, watch WWE, and then watch the replay of Nitro later mm-hmm. at midnight. <laughs> I was always a WWE fan. I always hated it when I felt like they synced up their commercials. Mm-hmm. Jerks. <laughs> It was the worst. I think, oh, lawyer commercial. Well, I guess they didn't have dick pill commercials back then. <laughs> yeah, right. There were no dick pills. It was Not a dark, yet. It was a dark age. Yeah? You think? Still is. Okay. Uh, so your homework this week. Mm. Okay. I, I, I watched Impact's Rebellion last week. Mm-hmm. It was no homework. I just did it. Because <laughs> you're actually fit. <clears throat> This is this is what spurred this along was um a lot of people are crapping on WWE right now. Uh-huh. And it's not even has anything to do with their product. It's the cool thing to do. It's the cool it, it uh, it's weird once a statement has gravity to it, everybody latches onto it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's pulled in and goes with it. And they're like, "Oh, the ratings are dropping." Well, USA and NBC are uh and uh and uh Fox is concerned, and I don't know what they're going to do. It's like I'm sorry, did you talk to Mr. Fox and or uh, Mrs. NBC? No, you didn't. No. You heard somebody say it, and just like we did. we Everybody heard the things. Uh, yeah, of course they want ratings to be up. That's the thing they have to go by. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 cool, man. But um, I decided, hey, let's explore some of those alternatives, and I uh, decided to watch um, ROH this week. And I did it like right before the, the show tonight. And I had very, very little uh, idea of what was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that was okay, because I wanted to go in completely and totally fresh. And you watched Impact, and it, we've, you've toyed around with the ideas of Impact. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, you enjoyed it as well, right? I enjoyed right? Rebellion, yes. I didn't want to g- jump in on a pay-per-view, because ROH has been doing this weird thing lately where it's like, hey, here's the ROH and New Japan show. New Japan was great, and everybody collectively sighs at ROH and goes, eh. Uh, here's, oh, here's a- I got more on that. Here, here's something with ROH and uh, and NWA. NWA? Yeah, they're still here. It's cool. NWA and ROH getting together. This NWA sounds pretty cool. Wow, what a throwback. This is kind of amazing. That's what I, my hey. ver- <laughs> me I know, verbatim right? last week. And here's the ROH stuff. All right. It's cool, I guess. 
ROH has been doing a fantastic job of prevent, presenting other people's product. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to jump in on a pay-per-view. I didn't want to jump in on anything that had extra stuff in it. I wanted to see just straight up ROH. So I watched ROH's weekly program. Mm-hmm. from Program. Program? Program. Sinclair Broadcasting. Yeah. And um, I am... Um, it was an hour show. Mm-hmm. And Which is a good start. Yeah, very much so. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy. And on TV, it's probably going to work out to about 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, without getting into specifics, I'm not going to do match by match review. I saw a lot of really decent action mm-hmm. with a lot of really good production. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the production quite a bit. It looked very good. It looked like, it looked like the best indie you're ever going to see mm-hmm. on TV. And as part of a little bit of what loses is like, oh, well, I like being at an indie rather than watching. I don't want to watch an indie. I want to go to an indie. Mm-hmm. Indies are fun. They're always great. Oh, this is a new thing I want to do. Uh, if we ever end up at a show together, uh, a women's match, whichever the bad guy is. Here uh, in Virginia? We, okay. Women don't wrestle in Virginia. It's fine. I just... Uh, the 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 bad lady wrestlers mm-hmm. were being jerks, and I was like, "Oh, those guys are dicks!" <laughs> and, I just, and I was like, "I can't wait to say that live to somebody, <laughs> but only to the bad guy if they're being really good and bad." Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young dudes, and they were all very good mm-hmm. as and very sound wrestlers, and the action was great, filmed great, paced great. The match, the match storytelling was uh. uh Booked and paced well, I had a hard time giving a damn about uh, the performers. I wonder why. When promos were allowed, when packages were kind of there a little bit, it was a whole lot of, uh, I don't like you, and you don't like me. You and me, we should have, we're going to we're get in this ring because we're going to fight because I like fighting. And I hear you would like to, f- let's, let's go. A whole lot of that. Mm. I I didn't know why anybody's, now, a, a saving grace and something that I really enjoyed, this has always been kind of a Ring of Honor thing. You're not always going to have face versus heel in every every matchup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to get face versus face and they have honorable combat. They shake hands beforehand, they uh, abide by the rules, and then they uh, they, they shake hands afterwards. They, they celebrate the victory from one, the one who won. And I also felt like that's a fantastic touch for ROH as something that I like seeing. Story-wise, they had uh, PJ Black, who looks nothing like he used to. Right. This is like, I haven't seen him in years. It's like, holy hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Darewolf is back. And he is apparently on... And this is this is like little, little bits of storytelling that I latched onto. And again, I'm not talking about the action. I don't remember the action. I remember the little bits. They they tell a little bit of a story that he's uh he's kind of trying to redeem his ways. They shake hands before the match. He does a couple of dastardly things, but he backs off of it and he shakes hands at the end of the match. And it felt like, hey, this is a bad guy looking like he's turning around, but he's got a little bit of edge to him. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's amazing. That's simple. A uh, very young dude in there too. What was his? Uh, I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. Jim. No, it was uh, Eli. The, man, these dudes look like they're like 17. It's Cheeseburger and two other dudes okay. who look like they're 17. And like bad mustache. I don't have a good mustache right now, but it doesn't matter. And uh, amazing technical wrestlers. And in there with PJ Black, who's amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Now, other stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. You get a women's title match, they're a champion. What's her, what, I can't remember her name. Shoot. 
Uh, oh, there was Steve. It's not Steve. God damn it! It's not Steve. Like I just had it up there. Um, is it Liv Morgan? It's not Liv Morgan. Mm. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. I gotta go to the uh, the. Uh, Liv is the one for me though. Liv's the one. She's the one. She's the only one for me. Yeah, I uh King Kenny asks, Nate, would you compare ROH to NXT? No, because NXT has people you see week in, week out and storytelling within a match and then uh they might have a two week uh story where it's like, Hey man, we should fight next week. All right, let's fight, let's go. And then they fight next week and then it has some resolution. This felt a whole lot like uh it's kind of thrown together. Here we go. But uh the 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 promo before the women's match the the bad girl was like I don't it was literally word for word I don't respect you I don't like you and hashtag not my champ and I'm not gonna shake your hand like okay and then afterwards it's like she got her ass beat and then it's like uh, I'm gonna force you to shake my hand oh okay cool I like it and then a long promo of holding up the belt and then uh, all the bad girls came out and beat her ass and then somebody that's uh, like been a former enemies came out there to help her but she got her ass beat too setting up tag team match down the road hey basic simple easy I dug it my favorite stuff of the night very storytelling on television Mm -hmm. fun stuff WWE does that and People lose their minds. Now we have the talking segment, and this is like the third thing in the uh, third thing of the show, or deeper in the show. Dalton Castle, mm-hmm. who had a uh, boys a very perfor- a poor performance at uh, the uh, the Madison Square Garden show, and he attacked the boys. <gasps> boys he came out, and he has a peacock colored uh, uh, suit, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Who was he with? He was by himself. <gasps> but he said some bad things happened, and you know, hey, I want. Uh, I know the boys are here. Boys. If they could come out, that'd be cool. Hello, boys. Boys. And the boys come out, and they're very standoffish. <laughs> they recoil as though they're about to be attacked again. It's like, oh, I felt so bad for the boys. Boys. And then they had a big group hug, and then Dalton beat the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, we had a heel turn by Dalton Castle huh. as he's just he took the masks off the boys. Boys. Dalton Castle is a man on his own now. Huh. It was it was fun and you know what it worked and it felt like he he looked like he was really tortured and a little uh, weirded out by it. Hmm. I'm gonna miss the boys, but you know what? I'm okay with this character development. It was hey. character development. It was simple as easy. We've been following Dalton Castle because they keep it easy, they keep it light, and it's easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Give me something that's not too hard to follow, and then give me depth on top of that, and I'll be okay with it. Don't give me too convoluted of a storyline, or I'm not gonna follow it or give a damn. Keep it simple and let the characters have the depth. Mm-hmm. Story easy, character depth. Not uh, too much story depth and characters I couldn't give a shit about. Hmm. That's where you guys lose me. And then the uh, the main event ends up being um, two members of Lifeblood versus uh, two members of the Kingdom. And uh, I've I know a little bit of the Lifeblood storyline. It's supposed to be guys who are coming in and they're like, "Hey, we're we're bringing the honor back." To, and it felt like Jesus Christ when Juice Robinson came out for that promo mm-hmm. when Lifeblood was introduced. We're bringing the honor to ring of honor because honor's in the thing. And it's like, oh, God. Basic, I know, but it's like, oh, there's a point where it's like, okay, it's a little too baby. A little too baby. <laughs> but we had a, uh, oh, uh, what's it? Whatever. We had a hot sauce Tracy Williams in the, in the match mm-hmm. versus the King dudes who, 
I was watching with uh, what's her face, uh, right? And, uh, <laughs> what's her face? Hey, shut up! I was watching with uh, last week's champion. Does that mean we're not supposed to say her name? Whatever. She's she's, she's, she's right downstairs. It's here she howls with laughter at that. At she might be face. doing the wildly uh, popular shut up. Dork track right Whatever. Now. Screw that show. It's Wednesday night. You know where you're supposed <laughs> to be. Um, they said the dude looked like, uh, I, I said, hey, it looks like Rob Zombie's nephew. And she said, Fred Zombie. Mm-hmm. And I got very happy, and that I enjoyed. Mm. But still, simple, easy characters. They portrayed that they were the bad dudes. Cause bad one had dudes. A... And this is where I, I, delving into the internet age and the more participatory era, I got excited for Hot Sauce Tracy Williams because I know who he used to be in Chikara. Mm-hmm. And I was there being the nerd saying, hey, that used to be so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And then there's a... Oh, he still does the thing he did here and he did there. But then I, I was like, okay, stop that. Let's watch Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And I felt like he had the most character, maybe because he has the Chikara background. Mm-hmm. He had the most character in the match and he, he sold an arm the whole match. He couldn't do a move because of the arm. And he had a, a unique-ish move set. And they had a bunch of uh, group spots that were fun. It was a fun match. Right. I felt like it didn't really go anywhere or have to do anything. But then afterwards, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams uh, gets the mic. They're calling out Bully Ray. Basically saying, hey. Do you know who I am? Bully Ray. Uh, Tracy Williams did his uh, fantastic job of holding his own. Yes, Brian. And uh, presenting himself as a character. And he was mad and he was angry. And he's saying, ah, Bully Ray, you're a bad thing here. It's like okay, you done, here's not a lot to work with. Go, go do it. Call out Bully Ray. You got 20 minutes. Go. <laughs> Didn't go that long. Calls out Bully Ray. Bully Ray comes out. He says, hey, "Give me the mic. Throw me the mic." Because they're saying, "Hey, we want you to come in here so we can fight you." Very simple. Very easy. They throw Bully Ray the mic. He just takes the mic. Go to hell. Throws the mic back and walks <laughs> off. Amazing. And you know what? It was a fun end of the show. Do now, you know who I am? Now the singles match at the beginning of the show. Fun character development for PJ Black. The women's title match. Hey, we've got a storyline, and we're involving more women in the in the the, uh, the title thing. Fantastic. Dalton Castle character development. Fun, exciting, and then the uh, the tag match at the end is leading into a uh, bully raise a cancer in the company. We got to find a way to get rid of him. That's what lifeblood's here to restore honor. Mm-hmm. Four segments that kind of went somewhere and have somewhere they're going out of it. I feel it was a fun. I wanted to try purposefully to jump in at the weakest possible point, and you know what? It was all right. Yeah. In the moment, I was like, okay, this, this is basic, basic, basic promo stuff, but served a purpose, kept the story light. I'm hoping for more character, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try it again next week because an hour is something, I can, uh, something I can consume. Yeah, Fun. Uh, Give ROH a shot. <laughs> the production uh, is amazing. Hmm. You wanted to delve into... Okay, I'm sorry. Just real quick, uh, Brian says, do you think the Briscoes would ever go to WWE? I think we've covered this recently. I hope not because they couldn't be themselves. Just curious. I love the Briscoes. I do too. Um, What they did at Crockett Cup was kind of amazing. Like, screw your Crockett Cup. Mm -hmm. After they lost, screw you guys. We're out of here anyway. Uh, Good old what's-her-face. Bunch of Uh, jerks. I didn't tell them. I was trying to explain who the Briscoes were, and I was like, "Oh man, I would love to see them. I want to see them if I'm jumping in an ROH." Mm-hmm. And I put on a, uh, a Mark Briscoe promo, not Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Jay Briscoe is a uh, a vile individual, and that's great. Mark Briscoe is a lovable goof when he's on his own. Um, if you ever get the chance, uh, go to Mark. Look on YouTube for Mark Briscoe's Christmas promo or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
where he's uh, selling his uh, bridge of teeth on eBay for uh, $99. I didn't tell her that it was anything wrestling related, and there's nothing in the promo that's even remotely wrestling related. I'm going home. It just it just it just seems like a uh, like an, a weird individual who's selling his teeth on eBay, and I was like, also he's a wrestler, mm-hmm. and it was and I think I think I sold her on uh, Mark Briscoe at the very least. So I look forward to showing them more. I uh, I think I think the Briscoes have been approached before, but yeah, they're not going to be allowed to be themselves. No, and uh, I got a feeling, and uh, the word of the day problematic. Mm-hmm. There's some problematic stuff in their past that would probably come back and bite them in the ass. Yeah. But they're so good that maybe they could get past it? Hashtag, you're a dump. Mm. We still haven't thought of what that could be. Or even hashtag, get my bags. Because hmm. we we're going to need a, a champion this week. Uh, King Kenny, another reason people complain WWE creative. Look at, let's say, Shane and Miz feud. Instead of being a simple storyline, we're throwing in Elias and B-Team. It is curious. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't want to delve too far into that, but yeah, like it's adding unnecessary layers. Yeah, well, I want I want a, a tapestry of story, but Elias is weirdly feuding with Roman. Mm-hmm. But then Roman's fighting Drew. But then Miz is attacking Roman as well. Or not, uh, Shane is attacking Roman as well, mm-hmm. and then Miz is somehow involved, and then the B team shows up, and it's like there's 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 simple storytelling, and then it starts getting convoluted, and there's uh, having inter interplay that uh, if you're gonna you're gonna have the tag team matches, but uh, justify them. I get trying to get there with it, but nah, it just seemed like mm. why the hell are they there? All right. I don't want that. <laughs> I want somebody to have a reason to show up. What's Elias's reason for showing up? I don't know. To beat up Roman. That was his yeah, reason. but why is he playing with the Miz? And why is uh, Shane involved with Roman at all? Because Roman punched his dad in the face. I guess. I mean, that's the reason. Yeah. Okay. That's so now, you, now you're splitting playing. one character three different ways. Uh-huh. And then I don't care. And then they're involved in every single storyline, and I care even less. And that's when you get saturated on, on an individual. Mm-hmm. Keep them contained. Keep it simple. Keep it light. Let the character be deep. Eh. It is what it is. I was. I don't get that whole storyline at all. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But do you know who I am? I want to bring it back to that because you brought up Bully Ray. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Relatively recently, so this would have been before the uh, MSG show um he was on jericho's pod and i finally got a chance to listen to it today Ooh! first of all i love me some bully ray i love the character and i love the guy uh i really wish we could have got bully ray in wwe i know he actually told the story of how why that didn't happen oh he actually sold vince on the story like vince was in he was going to get to do the bully ray character but the be a star he was like, I've got this thing, be a star. Uh, I can't have a guy with the name Bully. I mean, he, and he's like, well, you know, he gets his comeuppance and Vince is like, yeah, but by the time we get there, I'm, I've got so much bad publicity. I mean, he's right. He's he's not wrong. I mean, people do it now. Anytime there's a bully, a bully character for like a week. Oh, bully, there's a guy bullying. Be a star. But he's got bad guys being bullies. Yeah, they usually always get the comeuppance on a long enough timetable. The the 
the heroes roll back over the horizon mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, come back up, or uh, you turn hill and go another way and eventually get a comeuppance. And then people roll over constantly. It's 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 a developing storyline, dude. If you want all of your fictional, f- very important word, fictional works to have no uh, no antagonists, it's gonna be really boring. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I mean, you know, so that's what happened. He uh, he couldn't use that name, and as a result, oh, that kind of killed the whole thing. Ultimately, I mean, there was there's a little bit other layers to it but ultimately that was it mm. so um but first of all like the, he's a tremendous businessman that i love listening to because everything he's everything he's saying about you know what i'm gonna do a b or c has a reason and it's well thought out mm-hmm. and you know i don't want to do this i don't want to be bubba ray anymore like i don't i don't think we can do this anymore and, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just really enjoyed listening to him bounce back and forth with Jericho. Mm-hmm. But he brings it to ROH. When you think about AEW. Uh-oh. Right? Okay. When you think about AEW, who do you think are the fans of AEW? Bounty Hunter says, Bully is so funny, especially on Busted Open. I really actually kind of want to start listening to Busted Open because I think I would enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Who do you think are the fans that AEW is targeting? That product. The passionate, participatory individuals. Mm -hmm. The people that are going to bang on the guardrails and say, you're going to get your effing head kicked in. And who do you think uh, they, up until, I don't know, a month ago, who was there? the The cool place to what was the cool promotion to watch for them? The people who are going to bang on the the side. Who was that fan base? Uh, R O. Um, huh. Yeah, you think this is where it's going? I think R O H is. Has that been the lead for? If they don't make some changes, they are going to lose to AEW. Everybody's making this big deal out of, uh, oh, AEW's coming for WWE. No, they're not. They're trying. They've said a million times they want to be an alternative to WWE. Mm -hmm. That is their mission statement. We're going to be an alternative. Who's been the most steadfast alternative to WWE for the past 17 years? It's been ROH. Who has been stale? As of late, it's been ROH. They lost their AEW guys. Mm-hmm. The guys who created AEW created their own promotion. Or the guys they would borrow from New Japan are uh, now mostly the non-Japanese wrestlers they would borrow from New Japan mm-hmm. are mostly all going to AEW. Yeah. What's uh, up? Bounty, it's great. You have Bully Mark Henry and Tommy Dreamer so much better than a Wrestling Observer show. You know, maybe I'll make the dive. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, stop it. Tommy, Tommy. I didn't mean to start you Tommy. up. Oh. Tommy Twitch, Tommy Twitch. I, what about Impact 2? Well, Impact is just now becoming an alternative. They were WWE light. That was the problem with TNA. And that's mm-hmm. why it was steadily drowning. Oh, man. It's like they were, they put a bag over their head too when they were uh, the uh, the global force. 
Mm. And uh, sorry, Jeff Jarrett, Mm -hmm. but uh, that, ooh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I feel like they've found a refooting, yeah, and a new place to go because they're they've steered into that whole. Is the Twitch culture, man? Yep. It's uh, it's they're embracing the everything that W. WWE is a big, slow corporation that has a hard time maneuvering quickly. Yeah. That's what big, dumb corporations do. Mm-hmm. They do things like say, hey, we're going to invest in tout because we're going to get into the <laughs> social media thing, guys, and then it fails miserably and mm-hmm. it goes away. Meanwhile, you've got uh, other organizations that are uh, like, well, I mean, our TV's dried up. we got to try something. Let's try the new thing. Hey, it's working. Cool. Yeah. And they're able to uh, move agilely because if they don't, they die. Yes, it's true. Uh, but they, I mean, impacts no. I would say impacts no longer on life support, but they're they're not in danger anymore either. Mm. Like, I think they've moved far enough away from being WWE light that it's not a problem. I don't think. Again, I don't think AEW's. I don't think Impact is AEW. I don't think those viewing audiences are one hundred percent the same. Mm-hmm. I think there's a place. For people to like Impact and like AEW, whereas AEW is directly gunning for ROH's art audience. Like, it's, yes, it is one in the same. You think so? I mean... Yes, 100%. Because we haven't had much of much product yet. You're just going mostly by the uh, talents or the way they've kind of presented themselves or... Uh, a little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm. Uh, From everything about, you've seen so far. Everything I've seen so far, yes. And... The things that they're saying that AEW will be, like, you know, wins and losses will matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, Bully even said this, that what what ROH needs is more Bully Rays. And, you know, maybe that sounds egotistical on his mm-hmm. part, but he's right. You need... In what he, sense? Well, he even said, you know some vets you know some vets with some weight to their names like like a jericho Mm -hmm. somebody that because you even pointed out it's a lot a lot of young dudes yeah who are they learning from people who've basically just been rubbing each other for years Mm -hmm. who who are the top of the card guys gonna get the rub off of right now if they're all that's why lethal is stale who has Lethal worked with lately that can elevate him? Mm. He's just been elevating other people. Mm-hmm. There's no one there to elevate him. Mm. He's got Bully Ray that he could work with, I guess. But you need more than just Bully Ray. He can't feud with everybody. Well, it it depends on what direction you want to go with your company. I mean, do you want to bring in the vets and like uh, build on the past or? maybe they're at a point where they're like, no, we have to separate ourselves from that as much as possible. I feel like Impact has kind of done that with a whole, uh, we have to completely leech out everything that's uh, come before. All of TNA has to be completely squeezed out and destroyed. We have to be almost dead, and then we can rebuild from scratch with uh, homegrown talent, uh, indie people that we want to put the uh, the time and money into, and... uh, uh, fostering fostering a good environment for these people to thrive and create and be be silly when necessary, be serious when possible, and not be too uh, not be too uh, 
Will AEW have a traveling show besides the biggest big events? Don't know yet. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff we don't know. I mean, the information trickles out here and there. I, I mean, if you want the news on that today, uh, they basically have inked a, and they're saying this is the first announcement of many. Uh, they like uh, inked a uh, pay per view distribution deal in uh, in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's good. So they're getting more worldwide uh, distribution for, for um, specifically for Double or Nothing. Right. Not not an overall working deal, but this could be the beginning of that kind of deal. Um, Lethal versus Marco Stunt, but isn't Marco Stunt is the new Spike Dudley, but he's new. He's a, a newcomer, thusly proving my point. Mm-hmm. You feel Jay Lethal still has room to rise right. were he to be in a more uh, competitive environment. Did you like him at the All-In? Yeah. Loved it, didn't you? Yeah. It was character. Yeah. Uh, he's always had character yeah, wherever absolutely. he's been. Well, and, you know, he worked uh, Flip. Mm-hmm. So it was the ROH thing mm-hmm. on the AEW show at right. that point. But I'm not saying there can't be feuds that that lethal would be good in like i'm sure this lethal versus marcos i have yeah. i have yet to see marco stunt uh, i've seen his name pop up on um mlw you've always times. heard whatever it was was insane yeah yeah um but and again i'm not saying that he can't have great matches but who's gonna make him better at this point working with marco stunt wouldn't make him better it would marco can learn from him because he's the vet mm-hmm. who's the vet that Lethal could work from, work with, and learn from, and elevate. He should always be striving to try to learn. Right. Uh, But at the same point, where does, uh, because it feels like uh, Lethal's pretty damn loyal to ROH. mm -hmm. He wants to make it a good place to be. Right. He's he's putting the time in and being the, being the, if not champion, top of the card somewhere along the line. But in order for him to stay there, he has to become better, right? One would hope, or it's reached its level. If it's reached his level, then what does he do? I don't know. Uh, I mean, a name that I could think of, uh, Dustin Rhodes, post uh, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's not going to be an AEW talent, could uh, lend his hand over there at uh, ROH. That's a hell of a hand to learn from. I don't know, you know, because I'm, I'm not saying no to that, by the way. Um, I've got an idea of what Impact wants to do. Mm-hmm. Impact wants to be its own thing, its own little ecosystem, and it's working on th- striving and thriving in a new, in the Twitch environment. Mm-hmm. Good for them. You know what they're doing with that. You see who their guys are, and they're investing in them, and they're trying to build storylines around the uh, rest of the card as well. Doing a fairly good job of it. Fun to watch. Um... I see AEW is starting, looking to fire out of the gates full force, and uh, and be wrestling be, program and be be a, be a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. You have an idea of what they're doing. Do, do you think ROH knows what they want to do right now? Do you feel like they have a direction? I f- no. You think they're just like, well, we're just going to keep trucking along and let's let's try to make it happen. That's why I think that's the worst thing they could do. Because again, AEW are the cool kids. Mm-hmm. They're the, all their fan bases. Even if you just look at internet, what what the people are saying on the internet. Again, you know, 
how much credence does one give to that? Right. But like everybody is already dumping on uh-huh. ROH and has mm-hmm. hopped on the AW bandwagon. Mm-hmm. AW hasn't done a thing yet. I know. They ha- it's almost like they're damned as soon as they do because then it's uh, time to complain. There was some complaining today. Oh, really? And I think uh, I think we're finally, I think we're finally going to see our first bit of a crack as far as AEW goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they inked the pay per view deal, in, in Britain. Prices are starting to come out a little bit, and the rumored price for the Double or Nothing show, at least for the U.S., fifty nine ninety nine for the show. Mm-hmm. Which was met immediately by a ton of people saying, "Well, I guess I'm just going to steal it," or um, <laughs> "Shut up." Uh, well, I guess I'm out then. I'm not paying that much. Uh, I don't pay that much for video games anymore. Uh, not in this economy. Like, what the fuck? economy? You're on Twitter. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is the first big thing because it felt like I felt like we're getting a lot of lip service to those to the internet fans Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is the first time where it's like hey guys we know you've put a lot of support behind the show you've come out to the shows we've sold out our events great we're glad you come out if you want to watch our show we'd like $60 for this pay-per-view please Mm -hmm. these are the people that can't be bothered to give WWE $10 a month for the show that they're bitching about yeah I feel and this, as this is the first example I'm seeing of it. I feel like uh, the mission of the WWE Network was to destroy the pay-per-view model, and I feel like they have. Mm. Because now that AEW is trying to do something within that old pay-per-view model, they're being rebuked for it. Mm. And there was a time where $60 was like, well, that's their big event of the year. This is WrestleMania. 60 bucks. that's a hefty price tag. But you know what? WrestleMania comes around once a year. SummerSlam comes around once a year. Survivor Series comes around once a year. $40 for Backlash? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And those were the shows that would get skipped. Yeah. As a result, I feel like those mid-shows are better, and the big shows are still really good, but mm-hmm. eh. Uh, $60 is a hefty price tag to come out swinging with, man. It's funny you say that, because one of the things that somehow got swept under the rug... Mm-hmm. Paying $40 for their press conference? What? They had a pre- press conference that if you wanted to watch it, you had to pay $40. Good, thanks. Yeah. Press conference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised that didn't get catch more heat. Uh, oh, I'm sure it did, but... <laughs> I see all, man. I, I, Not purposefully. I don't seek it out. Well, there's a big difference between pe- press conference and the show. Mm-hmm. This is the show. And... People are ready to support right up until it comes time to crack open a wallet, at which now, point people get a little stingy. That being said, the, I wouldn't be against- The vocal gets get, stingy. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be against getting together with like maybe you and old What's-Her-Face. Who? Jenny Zell. Champion. The WrestlePal, current WrestlePals champion. Uh, maybe we throw some money together and you know it becomes cheaper if you, you split it three ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be as opposed to that, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I can come up with sixty bucks to no. sit, sit at home and watch. I, it by I gotta say that's kind of a break point for me. Yeah. Uh, thirty, I'm in. Forty, I can do. Fifty, boah. Fifty, I'm about fifty-fifty. Sixty, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Bounty Hunter says it just could be a brotherhood of 
AEW and ROH just joining forces. Look at years ago, our ROH and CZW had a par- partnership in a pay-per-view where it featured both companies. I, maybe down the line, possibly. I, I, I don't know that AEW wants to work. Yeah. I think they want to be as independent as mm-hmm. possible. They want to be a juggernaut. They don't want to have to rely on others. I, I, I feel like they want people, of course, but it doesn't benefit them nearly as much as the other people if they partner with somebody right now. Brian That, German, that yeah. being said, ROH has production value. And it wouldn't be a bad idea for AEW to scoop that whole production company up. <laughs> Give me that company, yo. Give me your cameras. Keep your peeps. Hey, I'm just saying I might know some people that would, uh, wouldn't would mind being the production team. Blink, blink. Uh, Brian German asks, will they be on TV? Uh, I don't know that there's anything solid 100 yet, but the rumor mill is Tuesday Dynamite. Tuesday Night Dynamite will be on TBS or TNT. On Thursdays, which is weird. 605 on the Superstation, you understand. Mm. Uh, da, da, da. Shugzy. Shugzy or Shugzy. Uh, stream it for free. It's probably what's going to end up happening. I don't want to. I'd love to be able to support, but like I said, 60 is probably just... But again, that was one one move where I feel the WWE moved fast and quick, mm-hmm. and they moved because they had the capital to be able to. It's like, oh, people are streaming it for free? How about we make it so cheap that it's uh, a better alternative? It's like, hey, you know what? You can get a reliable source for almost dirt cheap. Yeah. Keep yeah. subscribing. Keep subscribing. Oh, just keep it going. Why would you want to unsubscribe? Just let it roll over, baby. Well, just share, baby, share. And Why you don't can... you lay on the side of the cocoa ball? <laughs> That's not how that goes. You sure? I don't want it to go that way. <laughs> Would you like a fresh sandwich or a cantaloupe? I don't like sandwiches. Cantaloupe's uh, better than honeydew. I'll give Chris, you that. <laughs> I don't remember putting my title up. This is the powers that be putting down the champ. The powers that be. You're a dump. Industrial. <laughs> 605 on the superstation. 605 on the superstation. Mm-hmm. The superstation. You understand. I can't do Dusty. I used to love. It keeps coming out as flair. I used to love. Uh, Tuning in at six oh five. Six oh five on the super station. It was weirdly brilliant you because understand. it always it always stuck at stu- stuck, cripes. And I was stuck. To, it's not a word either. It always stuck out <laughs> because it was different and weird. It was like, uh, hey, the first commercial break over there. Tune in. We're just getting started. We're a little late, but it's fine. Come on over. Program. But then it would be a Braves game, and I'd be like, ah, get out of here. On the super station. You understand? Who's Greg Maddox ever beat? <laughs> Well, okay. in those times, lots of people. All right, fine. I mean, like in a fight. <laughs> in those times, two or three. You know what? I don't think anybody. He anybody. Was pretty cool, calm, collected. He didn't All have right. a fastball either. That's why he was able to pitch for so long. Mm. Look, he, I didn't have deep analysis pitcher. of Braves pitchers from the 90s, all right? Unfortunately, I did because I'm a Mets fan, mm. so we lost them all the time. <laughs> Only other Brave I could mention is Dale Murphy. <laughs> Screw this organization. I want my release. Hashtag get my bags. <laughs> You're right. I am a dump. We need to get some sort of uh, game going here. We only have 10 minutes left to get a <clears throat> a new champ. Hmm. I mean, we don't have to go with hashtag uh, you're a dump or hashtag get my bags. It was just something that I came up with on the way over. Because it's fun. Yeah. But what what would it be? Oh no! What did we talk about today so far? Mm. Um, 
We talked about Lars being a dump, Leo mm-hmm. kind of being a dump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want racist tweets. <laughs> Keep yes, those out please of here. don't. Mm, that's some hashtag commitment, Jack. Dear God. I know, right? That's what I said. I don't know, man. Maybe we need to uh, uh, dribble into our other little uh, other little dealios here. Mm. Mox. No, no, no. <laughs> well, okay. A uh, little thing on him. Uh, apparently, he's uh, joined the cast of a movie called Cage Fighter. A lot of people are singing some praises for him uh, for his, uh, what was it, 12 rounds three? Uh, what are you doing? Why are you picking the dra- dragon's nose? Dragon, dragon? What about dragon, dragon? <laughs> That's dragon, dragon. I know who dragon, dragon is. Dragon, dragon's my favorite. You see that vicious tail whip? This could be fun. What about him? Hey, he is fun. So, first of all, if you're watching, I still say, like, okay, look, we're a good show for wrestling fans because you can we appreciate wrestling. Okay. Right? But we're also a great show if you're not a wrestling fan. Because Dragon Dragon. Because I guarantee that there is a wrestling promotion for you that you will like. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. You know Mary Dresser, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Birdwell. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a hyphen in there somewhere. Yes. Uh-huh. So, last night, I, or actually, it may have even been a couple days ago. I said, a couple days ago. Hey, I watched the, the show, that, but no, I didn't watch the show. It's garbage and blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of people assumed I was talking about Game of Thrones, which I don't watch. Y'all know that shit's fake, right? God damn it. That's right, dragons. Sounds like a work. Get my bags. Get my bags. Uh, but <laughs> is this what it is? Just calling out obviously fictional yes. works as fiction. Hashtag get my bags. Don't put up with that crap anymore. You co- when you say fiction being fiction, you know what you need to do. You need to call them out and say, "Hey, hashtag you're a dump." <laughs> hashtag get my bags. Dude. You know, dragons ain't real, right? Dragon Dragon's real. <laughs> Dragon Dragon's real as Hashtag you're a dump. Hashtag get my bags. So that's what that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Uh call out call out fictional works. Yes. Hit us up. <laughs> Tell them they're fake, please. But uh, so like Wizard of Oz, monkeys don't fly, fly. Hashtag uh whatever the thing was. Hashtag you're a dump. dump. Hashtag, hashtag get, get my bags. That's right. We don't tolerate fiction. You liars. <laughs> you are. Uh so I sent, because her, her response was, yeah, blah, 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 and dragon. I was like, ooh, perfect <laughs> perfect for me dragon. to bring up a dragon. You know what's dragon. better than dragon? Dragon, dragon. So I sent her a picture of dragon, dragon in the ring. Uh-huh. And she goes, I have no idea what I'm looking at, but I kind of like it. <gasps> ooh. And I was like, all right, I got you. And I, I went and grabbed a dragon, dragon highlight reel. I was like, okay, let me one-up you. <laughs> Top 10 moves of dragon, dragon. <laughs> I was like, that's dragon, dragon. <laughs> You will love him. Mm-hmm. Sent the link, and she watched it, and she's like, oh, my God, he's agile. <laughs> That's the first thing you say, is he's agile. Yes. You don't expect a mascot to really... Did you ever, uh, did you ever see the death of yes. Dragon Dragon? Very upsetting. Was it, was it Oleg that did it? Yes. Oleg, uh, the, Oleg the usurper. Uh, I don't know if you know this. is absolutely real. He's a Viking warrior of some sort, probably. I don't know. That's real. That's real, damn it. 
And uh, his uh, finishing thing is a, like a discus clothesline called Off With Their Head. Mm-hmm. And uh, he removed the head of Dragon Dragon, killing I, him instantly. I like there's a couple times where it comes off. <laughs> he just grabs it so quickly. And pulls oh, off. somebody took off his head. Somebody's getting fired. Somebody's getting fired. That vicious, they have to stand off and he does that vicious tail whip. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. The, uh, the greatest submission of all time. He gets put in a... It was the STF, but it was with the tail instead of his leg. Terrible. Chris Witt opened a Starbucks in Winterfell. Hashtag, you're a dump. Hashtag, get my bags. You're a dump. You're a dump. Get my bags. Uh, Chikara being one of those, like I, I feel like anybody who has kind of been on the outside looking in on wrestling, like, again, I, I sent... I sent Dragon Dragon. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if she was to watch an episode of Chikara, she'd be like, oh my God, this is kind of cool. Well, this is stupid. I like it. It's real. As real as the Viking Raiders. Those guys are real, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> they have a boat, probably. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> but I mean, at, at one point before Jenny got into wrestling, I had pointed out that she might like uh, now uh, Lucha Vavum. Mm hmm. Because it's kind of too. It's weirdly, into. weirdly burlesque plus yeah. Uh, lucha. Yeah, it kind of works. You could put you could put uh, wrestling with anything, and it's fantastic. Uh, the two I always point everybody to Chikara uh, mm-hmm. is going to be an all time favorite. Always has a soft spot in my heart. Uh, and then it comes and it goes, and you never know when it's going to show up. Kaiju Big Bang. God, I want to go to a Kaiju show. I know, so bad. right? But it's like, hey, we're announcing it like four days out, and <laughs> yeah. it's in like a. On a, it's on a pier in Boston, <laughs> but not really. It's on the outskirts. It's in the water. It's in international waters, so we could do this shit legally. Mm-hmm. It's like monster fights. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Bounty Hunter, there are only three dragons. Ricky the dragon, mm-hmm. Ultima dragon, mm-hmm. Super dragon. I Super dragon. I didn't want to clap. <laughs> and dragon dragon. And of course, dragon dragon. So that's four. That's four. Mm-hmm. Super Dragon! <laughs> Did you see that? Have you seen that clip? The Annoying Fan? This is always an annoying fan, Justin. So we can go to the local indies and it's going to one more time, one more time. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Super Dragon was having a match mm-hmm. and there was a guy chanting for Super Dragon that uh-huh. same way. And when the chant dies down, he's still doing it by himself. Super Dragon! <laughs> and eventually Super Dragon jumps out of the ring and goes to fuck him. Sometimes it's not the heroes you want, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the they heroes the heroes you need. Mm-hmm. That's Dragon Dragon. Dead. Unfortunately. Mm. May just, he rest in peace. I just uh, burped salmon onto the mic. You had salmon today, too? Yeah. We had salmon for dinner. It's cool. <laughs> it's good, right? <laughs> it's, it's like way better than, you know, uh, things You don't that think are. that's weird at all? What? The fact that we have salmon together? We didn't have salmon together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What? Hashtag commitment. Why is that weird? It's not weird. It's not weird at all. I had no choice. It just showed up and there was salmon. And I just enjoyed it and I was thankful for it. See, Bounty Hunter's seen it. Hmm? Super Dragon beat the sh out of that guy. Oh my God, Liv. You know, my favorite uh, beating up a fan thing was always going to be the La Parker one. Where the dude's like trying to... 
they're fighting out in the crowd, and Laparka like is uh, pushed down into a chair, and the dude like tries to pull the mask off of him. And LaParker just turns bum, around, bum, just bum, punches bum. him right in the face, clean on the nose, just killing the dude instantly. It's amazing. Dude, Nathan. Shut up. Apparently, hmm. we were talking about Godzilla on Dortret, too. At the same time. Weird. Weird how he keeps coming up. And down, bum, 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 and up, bum. and down, and up, and down, and up, and down. Glacier signed to AEW. You're a dump. Get my bags. Did you, speaking of Glacier, have you seen uh, Jericho's... So I guess they're working towards Jericho and Cody. Okay. I saw a video of, you know, Cody's going, I, I, I don't, we're starting to have a problem here with Jericho. I don't think he knows that I'm his boss. <laughs> okay. And Jericho's just like, you're my boss? I didn't know you were hashtag Cody Khan. And he just goes in. Oh, what, what are you going to learn from Glacier? A guy who's done nothing? He's been in the business since 89 and he's done nothing? It's a pretty decent promo. What's that fishy smell? Not us. Salmon. Salmon. Uh, Chris is the only one uh, getting in the game right now. Hashtag your dump. Hashtag get my bags. Fictional works. I hate that we got to it so late because that's uh, good. I'm sorry. That's not your fault. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. It's your fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mortal Kombat call. They want their care. Like everything about Glacier. Everything about it. Can I mention one thing, kind of off the uh, off the wall that I dug? Because we're you know, no. right towards the okay, then fine, bye everybody. <laughs> See you on the on the other thing with the stuff. B- uh, so, uh, bye. No. Okay. Uh, something that WWE did. Mm-hmm. We didn't focus a whole lot on WWE. We focused on individuals mm-hmm. and uh, outside things. Promos. Promos, you understand. There's a whole lot of looking into the camera and addressing the opponent directly in the camera. Yeah, go ahead. And hot damn, hot damn, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Kofi talking directly in the camera. Daniel Bryan talking directly into the camera. Things like that, I've missed that. I've, I've hated the, uh, oh, hey, you're the interviewer? Well, I'm going to talk to you about the thing with that other person. I'm going through you as a medium to talk about them, to them, but not to them directly, but to you. And then I'm going to walk away angrily, and you're going to stare wistfully after me for far too long. Goodbye. All this time, this picture still makes me horny. I mean, it makes me wistful. It makes me wistful. All right. But they were directly engaging with the camera, mm-hmm. and I've never felt more connected to their characters than when they were talking to the camera. That's been a no-no. You do not do that. Yeah. Uh, do you get the feeling that uh, Kofi's basically going out there and being like, F-U-J-R? Because he's been great. And I tell you this. Kofi's been a... Like, I was worried. When Biggie went out, I was like, I don't know if Kofi can do this on his own. But he's stepped up more and more every week, and this week was great. Dude, if he continues at this pace, and I'm being dead serious, Kofi is going to enter my top WWE champions list of all time. Because he's delivered promo-wise. He hasn't changed the character. Mm -hmm. Like, the everything about him is still the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's delivered match after match after match since WrestleMania. His matches are unquestionable. Hello, R. Loden. How are you? Goodbye. Yeah, well, sorry. sorry. We're, we are about to dip out of here, so sorry you're hopping in late. But seriously, though, if if he wins at money, if he retains at Money in the Bank, and he gets to have even even just another month of like just top notch matches, mm-hmm. he seriously is going to. 
be one of my favorite champions of all time. I uh, I'm again. I was worried when uh, Biggie went out. No thanks. Shut up, phone. <laughs> um, I was really worried, and he's assuaged all of those fears. Yep, he, he's good and he can carry it on, and he's uh, engaging with whoever he's with. Yep, and he's never felt. It's almost like uh, it clicked at the right time when it was like a, uh, hey man, you don't have to be like a character character. You can be you, but turn it up because the more you we get, the more we love it. Turn it. <laughs> no, don't don't do that. The and the more Kofi we get, the better it is, and we're getting full Kofi. And it's uh, we got the WrestleMania rematch with Brian mm-hmm. on Raw was outstanding. It was and definitive. Yeah, and then we got a triple threat with Sam Zayn and AJ Styles mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Somehow, Sam Zayn erasing the garbage, literal garbage that happened to him on Monday. Showing up and being a real jerk and then wrestling. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice to have him in a ring. I know. Jesus. Well, I mean, that's one of the things I've liked about it is that I hate what he's doing. Like, I want to see him wrestle, which is great. It's so real. It's so So, real. uh, Nate actually liked my tweet. Hashtag your dump. Hashtag get my bags. Yeah, that's definitely. What's wrong with that? That's fictional. (laughs) Oh, I think I liked one. I forgot what it was, but I liked it. I saw it. I was like. That's a work of fiction. Nathan's not on Twitter. Hmm? Nathan has a Facebook? N- By the way, guys, I think I scared Nathan off of Facebook. What? How? You're welcome. Oh, for Christ's sake. Let's do voiceover for that next week, eh? Okay. I think I have to remove James now from the tag list because he said the magic words. I'm not going to say what they are what to get out of the tagging. What are the magic words? I'm not going to say. Good match with Brian. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I think we need to, because we are right at, somehow, yet again. Having, yeah. I know I got something in here, mm. but I don't remember what it was. I've blown oh. all my one things. Okay, well. Now I got one more, if need be. There's three here that we, that we can uh, dive into. Hit me. So, first things first, we'll just briefly blow on this, but I kind of want to go. <sighs> Uh, MCW June first, Sean Spears and Gorillas of Destiny Ooh. are going to be there. It's in Chopa, Maryland. Uh, Jericho is wrestling Okada June the ninth. With who and where? Uh, New Japan. New Japan. Um, what's that one called? It's where he won the Intercontinental Championship okay. last year. Okay. Same show for some reason escaping me. And also June the first, NXT Takeover taking place in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Hmm. Yeah, it's completely separate from. I mean, they. It it's not a big, uh, big four date, is it? Nope. It's on its own. It's on its own. They gonna give it the Saturday night spot. Let's see, June the first, I th- believe, is on a Saturday. Wait, I would hope no, so, I, or a Sunday. No, you know what? I think it is a Saturday because I think the seventh is a Friday because the seventh is the day of the Saudi show. Yeah, the uh, the first is a Saturday. It's gonna be a Saturday night. There we go. Good, man. Hey, take that spot. Take that spot. That's NXT pay-per-view night. I want to either I, I either want to go to that MCW show or I want to figure out a way to go to TakeOver. I'd like to go to one or the other. That'd be kind of great. This guy over here. <laughs> I work Saturday, Thanks, man. Brian. All right. Here, let me play a little bit. 
American males. I don't know why you asked for that, but you're welcome. Thank you, America. Uh, can I give a one, uh, just a positive one more thing? Sure. Um, Chiampa on Twitter mm-hmm. saying he went for his two month checkup mm-hmm. and he's like ahead of schedule and doing very very good. well. Good, because you can see. I mean, if you see any videos of him, he's he's working hard on on the recovery end, and uh, he's celebrating his birthday today. Thirty four years old, so young, dude. Mm. So young, so much more yet to do. So as many as many big injuries as he's had, and as long as he's been out for as, as long as he's been active, we got a lot more Chiampa and. Uh, He's on the road to recovery. Good. Fighting hard to get back. Good. Uh, but just real quick before we go, Bounty Hunter, in June, Tommy Dreamer is tagging with the Great Muda at the ECW Arena. So if you're in Philly, uh, check that one out. And Chris Witt has one more before we get out. Ghost Gonorrhea Fake, you're a dunk. Get my bags. Well, you know the Ugandans and the Germans fought in Yorktown, right? It, who's having who's having the seizure? Me or you? What, what did you. you say? Do you not know your history? No. Do you know what war was? Fought? I don't even know your history. <laughs> Do you know what war was fought at uh, Yorktown Battlefield? Uh, the York War. No. Well, I, some people call it the York War, but it was between the Ugandans and the Germans. Alex Wright versus Kamala? No, the Ugandans and the Germans. You okay? Mm-hmm. That's where you get Ghost Gonorrhea from Yorktown Battlefield Come on Keep up Are we reading the same chat? Mm-hmm. Ghost Gonorrhea Right there I'm gonna do the promo <laughs> Later Bounty Hunter Okay Alright <laughs> I assume it's funny I'm gonna I need an explanation Out of the show I'll get the flow chart And the chalkboard out Okay Hey, everybody. see, Chris was there. It's real. He, gone and see, he pissed in a cannon and came back out on him. All right. I got to go on Twitter after the show. Hey, everybody. We're hashtag WrestlePals. If you dig us, dig what we do, uh, go to Facebook.com slash WrestlePalsVA and watch see how fast our show gets blocked every week. <laughs> it's great. Today was a new record. Amazing. Thank Zero you. Zero seconds. Thank you for finding other spots to jump in and jump it back in. It's hard to get people back in after they get booted out. Yep. We appreciate you coming back. Dig it. Um, if you want to help support the show, patreon.com slash oh Justin. That's O-H-H-I Justin. That's uh, the funding for not just this show, but the program. Finest music show on the internet. Uh, your music show, the second finest show on the, music on the internet. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. The These Ghouls promos, the Oh Hi Justin pod. It, it can all be found there. Delve into the madness that is one hashtag WrestlePal Justin. That's right. It's great. If you can't give a buck, you know what we uh, dig? A uh, little bit of participation. You know, uh, if we have people to bounce off of, that's an amazing way to get the uh, the ideas out there. And uh, sometimes uh, that's honestly more important than the funding, yo. Guess what's on Sunday? What's on Sunday? Wrestle Circus. Okay. Orange Cassidy no. versus uh, Gentleman Jervis. What? Mm-hmm. All right, we're in. All right, we're in 100% of this. There's our homework for the week. Mm-hmm. Russell Circus on Sunday. Cool. Uh, we uh, we dig the interaction if you can't uh, throw a buck. Uh, again, facebook.com slash WrestlePalsVA. On Twitter at WrestlePalsVA. Uh, there's other sites, too. Go on YouTube. Ha- uh, search for spell it out, hashtag WrestlePals to get our entire back video catalog. If you don't want to look at our ugly mugs, perfectly understandable. The pod version is, you can find it anywhere you can find a pod. You look under a rock, there it be. 
Gar. You can you can yell at us individually. Justin is at the Hulkster on Twitter. You go there, say hi, tell Hulk him about back. some stuff. Talk talk to him, ask him questions, see what he's going on about its live, and uh, mm. participate. He digs it. If you want to get in touch with me, good luck. At it's going to require a subpoena. As soon and, as the show is over, he's not going to talk to me. It'll be a week. What's my at the Nate Project on Twitter? Go there, stay stuff. I like one tweet a week. Maybe it's yours. No. It's never mine. I'll tell you that much. Or put hashtag Russell in anything. This this maniac will find it. I'm going to say we, but it's him. Uh, is that enough? I want to go. I want to sure. go to bed. Hey, everybody. Hey. Goddamn hashtag Russell Pals. Keys and my little doggy's bone. Till I pick him up and I'm on camera home. But he a mean dog bit me in the spare rib. And I'm take him home, put him in the baby crib. Yeah, I don't know the words that AJ Styles. You know what you are? You're phenomenal. Phenomenal.